You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. Welcome to Cyber CEOs Decoded, where we speak with CEOs from established security giants to up and coming disruptors, getting the inside track on what makes a cybersecurity company tick. I'm your host, Mark Fanzadala, the CEO of Devo. Now, today, we're sharing the best moments and most insightful drops of knowledge from our season one guests. Each individual that joined us had a unique path to becoming a cyber CEO, and each also shared their point of view on leadership growing a company, driving a corporate culture, and so much more. I know I learned a lot from our guests this season, and I hope you did too. So if there's one episode you want to listen to, it's this one. It's the recap. And without further ado, let's dive into the top moments. Today, my guest is Brendan Hannigan, CEO and co-founder of Sunrise Security, enterprise partner at Polaris Partners, and previously the GM of IBM Security and CEO of Q1 Labs. There's certain philosophies and experience and wisdom we would hope to to gain. I actually have some certain truths that I believe, which is A, just always have a great vision, big audacious vision, really ambitious. That's what I feel is important. It it pushes you every day to basically not get too squirreled away in some narrow segment. You really are taking a step back. And that's I, I think that's really important. That's a, that's a philosophy. Is, and and the, the counter to that to everybody in our team is have a strategy. What's our strategy for the year, for the week, for the quarter? The second thing is just hire great people. And great people, it seems so obvious, There's, the, the great people are people who have amazing intelligence and experience and also amazing culture and personality. Today, my guest is Patrick Morley, cybersecurity board member, advisor, and former CEO of Carbon Black. I had a, a, a no asshole role. Yeah, I remember you told me about this years ago, and I, I, uh, I've always kept it in mind. It's so eloquently stated, it's stuck in my mind. Yeah, and we've all seen it. And by the way, just to be very clear, what does that mean? That means arrogance or hubris, because yeah. we know that arrogance and hubris break the team. If we align on something as a team, and then I walk out the room, out of the room, and I do my own thing because I think I'm smarter than the rest of the team, then I break the team. And there's nothing that hurts the ability to build a great company, a great team, than by having an asshole on the team. And 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 we have all seen this in different companies where we've been at where there'll be a, an individual or, or in some cases a team where no one wants to deal with them, with him or her or with that team. And again, as I used to say, kind of jokingly, but those teams also tend to grow. It's like rabbits. I mean, one day you have one person who's not a team player and the next thing you know, next quarter, two quarters, you got a whole team of people. And so you, you got to get that out. And the best way to do it is just to say it. We don't want that arrogance or that hubris in the company. Today, my guest is Mariana Nunez, CEO and co-founder of Onapsis, a leader in business application security. Sometimes the, title, the titles we carry as business leaders have too much weight. And as you said, you don't want uh, everybody running around saying Mariana right. said or, or Mark said, uh, because maybe we're right. wrong. And, yeah. uh, and, 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 and there are better ideas that uh, our customers or competitors yeah. have that we need to be, be doing. Absolutely. You have, a lot of, you have a lot of biases, right? You have a lot of biases. You have a lot of uh, kind of assumptions built over the years that 
I think you, but to your point, Mark, I think that's, that's a great point because I think you have to be intentional and explicit about that transformation with the team. Because if you don't do it, to your point, people would kind of naturally, as human beings, you'll kind of uh, default to that. Okay, oh, the CEO is saying it or the founder is saying I should do it. I think like trying to really empower teams and be intentional about guys, like I'm not going to be part of the pro, like happy to review your, like your recommendations after you talk with customers, but like use me as a, as a kind of check, not as the one defining it, right? Very excited about my guest today. It's Wendy Thomas, the president and CEO of SecureWorks. Anytime you're on a, a certain path and all of a sudden it's jarred loose, there's the speed with which you recognize it and sort of, okay, take a moment, but get over it and, and pivot mentally quickly to, all right, what are we going to do now? The faster that can happen, the better a business can perform and take advantage of things. But that's easier said than done. The group feels that. At the time, everybody in the company owned a piece of the, the company. They all knew what we were doing. We had talked about it for years as the goal. And all of a sudden, that's not the goal anymore. And so that change management and that rallying of the collective psychology is a really important part of leadership. And you have to do it with yourself before you can do it with the rest of the team. Today, my guest is Dror Davidoff co-founder and CEO of Aqua Security. Dror, welcome to the show. I think responsible management, responsible leadership is something that pays off in the long term, right? So sometimes you, you look and you want to do the shortcut or you want to have a quick win. Right. But if you really want to build a serious company for the long term, you have to take responsible hiring, spending, building, you have to make responsible decisions and really think about, we see so many companies that got themselves into very difficult situation just because they were tempted with high valuation and too much money. And now they find themselves in very difficult situations. So being responsible on fronts is not very rewarding short-term, but it is very rewarding long-term. Yeah. So if you want to build a real business, long-term business, Stick to responsible values. Well, you remind me of my grandmother's favorite expression, which was, being normal is crazy enough. <laughs> Today, I am super stoked that my guest is Christopher Alberg, well-known entrepreneur in the cybersecurity community and co-founder and CEO of Recorder Future. What advice do you give entrepreneurs and, uh, and, and how, do you, how do you look at that now? Yeah, no, it's very tricky. You know, like you have to be. I think the first of all is to be careful about dishing out advice that you think is too clever because you know, there are no sil silver bullets in this. I end up sort of usually, if it's something B2B-ish, being like, look, solve a very specific problem. That's what we, and we stumbled on that in my first company very successfully. It sort of was close to easy because we very, but record future took a while before we found this spread Intel thing. There was a little bit of wondering, uh, you know, I always say Jeffrey Moore's uh, crossing the chasm book, the first three chapters, just read it again, just read it again. <laughs> the, the, it's from 1995 and it's still a hundred percent true. So this, but, but the basic story is just pick a very narrow problem, find a set of people who have that problem. And then if there are any buddies, any partners you can find along the way who can help you solve that problem, just solve that. And you'd rather have 20 extremely happy, happy customers who are all thinking alike than a little bit of happiness over here, a little goodness over here. Just be very focused. 
Today, my guest is Peter McKay, a security veteran and the current CEO of Sneak. Peter, welcome to the show. Uh, I think, I don't know, gulps, not, you know, I'd say, yeah, a fair amount of mistakes I've made over the, over the years. Yeah, I mean, you're moving incredibly fast. You're growing 150% year over year. You make, you know, you're hiring a lot of people. I mean, you don't get them all right. You know, you don't get all your decisions right. I mean, we've made some, uh, some things that I would definitely take back, but we made a hell of a lot more right than we did wrong. And when we made a wrong decision, you know, we call each other out. Like, look at, we made a mistake. Let's move on and let's figure it out. Well, let's not make it again and make sure that we acknowledge it and move on. And that's been our culture. Like, not everything's going to be work. Not every decision was the right one, but it was based on the, the data you have at a particular point in time. And it's okay to make mistakes. Today, we have a very special episode to close out an intense first season of Cyber CEOs Decoded. And my guest is Amanda Renteria. She is the CEO of Code for America. You've, by definition, been really a forerunner in hiring for diversity uh, at Code for America. What are some tips for cyber CEOs or any managers in the cyberspace and how to bring diverse talent into the workforce? Um, be intentional. For us, we have, from the very beginning, our executive team is uh, majority women and people of color. We look at metrics all the time. So every single, all staff, right, we have our metrics of how are things looking. And over the course of time, we've really moved the needle. But I'll also say, um, we talk a lot about lived experience. And the communities we're trying to reach, that mission orientation really speaks to, I, I love when I do my coffees, right? People are like, Either this is the lived experience I have, or I was connected to it in this way. I worked, I worked on the front lines, and we tell those stories um, so that not only that you're comfortable um, coming into Code for America, and we're still always working on that, but that you see yourself in not only our mission, but what it could be for someone else and it be better than your experience. That has been really pretty fantastic. We have apprenticeship programs and fellows and built some uh, learning communities just almost organically so that we're bringing in a pipeline. <laughs> we try and upskill people on the tech side. We put them in places where their lived experience can really benefit the way we are designing a program and we work it through. And it's what we're teaching government to do too. Thank you again to all our guests from season one for sharing their wisdom with us. And thank you listeners for joining us. Season two of Cyber CEOs Decoded will be coming soon.